Hi, everyone. Welcome to Would You Like Franchise. With that, a uh, bit of a warning this week, uh, we're reviewing a reasonably new film or films. Uh, so there's a few spoilers. So if you haven't seen them, uh, maybe go and watch them before you actually listen to the show. Uh, anyway, don't ruin your appetite because it's time for The Hunger Games. Hunger game. Big wheel. <laughs> Are you recording? Uh, this is gold. Yeah. No, no. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Would You Like Franchise with that. Hi. Uh, the best movie podcast going around. Hello. Wasn't, wasn't talking to you, but... <laughs> uh, coming to you live from our it's new not, studio at my not, house. Is this live? Well, we're, we're here live. Oh, we're alive. We are alive. We made it through the hunger. God, game. I feel so alive. How did we all make it through? <laughs> I don't know. A three-way berry yeah. sort of. There should only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm here with my good friend, Cal. Hey. Hey. Oh, no, Cal. Let me say hi. <laughs> Hello. My other good friend, Cole. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Um, and that's right. We watched the first two installments of the Hunger Games movie franchise. Mm. Um, and as a little tribute to the Hunger Games, by the end of this podcast, tribute. two of us will be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Take or another just sip of that of beer, Jack. <laughs> I feel they're full of berries. Berries. Be- yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Move along. Move <laughs> um, Do you guys want to know what happens in the Hunger Games? Yeah, tell us. One? Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Which- <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. All right, well, settle in because when I started writing down the synopsis, it's kind of complicated. Like, it's what not actually? Yeah, no, can you what, explain what happens, what's happening what happens the start? isn't complicated, but the reason for it happening. Well, maybe you put the what happens in first and then explain no, the reason. No, 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 no. It's Battle Royale. The Hunger Games series takes place in a dystopian future in the nation of Panem in which stark contrasts are, jo- are drawn between the poor, disenfranchised and oppressed people of the districts and the wealthy, indulgent and powerful people of the capital. As an ongoing punishment for a failed revolutionary uprising attempt by the district districts some 75 years earlier... 74. Some, some 75 74. suggests... Some, some suggests approximately. 75 in the second one. The capital stage is a yearly Hunger Games in which two teenagers are randomly selected from each of the 12 districts dropped into an arena and made to fight to the death until only one survivor remains. Mm-hmm. Sort of a royal battle. Yeah. <laughs> the whole event, from the selection of the contestants to the extensive training and the games themselves, are broadcast reality TV style throughout the nation to the delight of the capital. Uh, so we follow Katniss Everdeen, who's played by Jennifer Lawrence, who volunteers to represent District 12 in the 74th Hunger Games in place of her younger sister, Prim. Katniss, along with her male District 12 counterpart, Peter, and their alcoholic mentor and former Hunger Games champion, Hamish, played by Woody Harrelson doing his best Kurt Cobain impression, meets the deadly challenges posed by the engineers of the Hunger Games, as well as the other competitors, including the guys from District 1 and 2 who think they're so good, but you know what? They're not. (laughs) They're pretty good, though. (laughs) They're quite good. 
Uh, Katniss and Peter eventually emerge victorious, winning public appeal by confessing their love for each other and threatening suicide rather than trying to murder each other. Oh, by the way, um, spoilers. Spoilers. We should probably say, because normally the stuff we talk about on this show, people don't really care if it's spoiled, but I think people like The Hunger Games, so we should probably say spoilers. Uh, Their unconventional victory shakes the foundations of the capital and sparks the idea of revolution amongst the districts. P.S. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah! <laughs> oh, okay. That reminds me of something interesting I wanted to bring up. What was it? Uh, so, in preparation for this movie, before I, I actually got really excited before I watched these movies because mm. I was like, there was a lot of hype around them when it happened, and I think I missed out on it. So, I was mm. sort of hyping myself up again. You really um, the hype. I was getting into the hype, and, you know, I watched some other hyped-up teenage movies to prepare myself. Yeah, wow. Mm. Like Divergent Ooh. and oh, The Giver, the, which oh, are right. all very, very similar. The, ma- the Maze Runner was another one. The Maze, yeah, Runner. The Maze Runner. Yeah, They all um, came out sort of in the model yeah. instruments or something like that. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Mm. So, I, um, so, Lenny Kravitz brought to mind in Divergent, mm. the first friend that the girl makes after... So, what's the story of Divergent? Not that we're going to talk so, about Divergent. Divergent's sort of like... The Giver, in fact, where... What's The Giver? Okay, so The Giver is like a dystopian future where Uh there's like this autocratic rule. Yep. And uh, there's this choosing ceremony, sort of like the sorting ceremony in Harry Potter where it's like choose your house. Mm -hmm. But it's like choose what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. And The Giver has the same scene uh, where it's like, oh, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And they choose for you what you'll do. Yeah. But in Divergent, you're sort of told, but you pick it as well. Uh-huh. So you'll do this so analysis what are the roles? thing. Like you can be a soldier uh, or a builder. Or a- yeah, so it's like you can be like a cop, you can be a lawyer, you can be you, you know what I mean, those things. Fahrenheit 451? I haven't. Is that what that book's called? I haven't Maybe. read it. Yeah. But anyway, what I was going to say was it didn't make much sense to me. The girl in Divergent. Yeah. That's the temperature. Yeah. That the books burn in. <laughs> anyway, so Divergent. So Divergent, long story short. The first friend that the girl makes in Divergent once she like goes into this new faction yeah. is Lenny Kravitz's daughter, mm. ah. Zoe Kravitz. And the first sort of friend that, that Katniss makes when she goes into the capital is, is Lenny, Lenny Kravitz's Kravitz. self. self. And, <laughs> yeah. and I think Lenny Kravitz got to be in the Hunger Games because his daughter- Likes the friends. Hunger Games. Yeah. Ah, yeah. was friends with- um, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Um, I believe. Okay. Hey, did you guys see that video of Lenny Kravitz dancing on stage and then his leather pants burst open <laughs> yeah, and his like leathery penis comes out <laughs> and he's got like this oh, no. weird cock ring on and it just looks no. like it's been baking in the sun like a potato for yeah. years. Can I stop so we can YouTube it? <laughs> <laughs> Interlude. So anyway, yeah. <clears throat> Lenny Kravitz. I think you can Kravitz. find a good gif. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz's penis is probably on the internet in all sorts of formats. And yeah, I was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Most days of the week. Yeah. I um I had one of the <laughs> one of those moments where you like open up your phone and then like the last thing that you were looking at was on there. <laughs> 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 Lenny Kravitz's oh dick. <laughs> no. It's one of those things that you just wasn't the worst thing. Yeah. You just close your phone, you lock it straight away. Yeah, just saying, throw it away. You know, like get out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Uh, what'd you think? Um, yeah, so, like, 
I, I have this is the second time I've seen it. I, I saw it like when it first came out on like DVD or whatever. Yeah. And I was really um like I wasn't gonna see it. I'm like mm. this just looks like a shitty American remake of Battle Royale. Yeah. And Battle Royale is like so fucking great and gory and ridiculous mm. that I'm like, it's just gonna be like Battle Royale with all the violence and stuff taken out. Mm. But I was actually quite pleasantly surprised by how bleak it is mm. and how like they don't it's not gory but it is still quite violent yeah for a, a movie aimed at like 13 14 year olds yeah yeah it's not it's not a harry potter no well harry potter gets a bit full on towards the end as far as like but didn't harry potter get cuz the harry potter movies they there's what seven of them seven uh, how many books there's one more than the books cuz they split the last one into two mm. there's eight so it's eight i think so there's so eight movies so wasn't the idea of the Harry Potter movies is that the people who saw it when they were 10, yeah. the first one's quite okay, but then mm. by the time the last mm. one comes out, they can see violence and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Like, I think all the first ones were PG and the, the last mm. one was M. Mm. Not like it gets super gory. There's no, like, hardcore penetration or nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, it's, it is a bit full on, the idea of, like, these kids killing each other. Well, that sequence mm. where... Um, they kind of get released into the battle arena and, mm. they, and there's like a bloodbath. Yeah. Like immediately, immediately eight of them die. Yeah. Immediately like, yeah, half of them pretty much get knocked out. Yeah. And um, I remember the first time I saw that being like, whoa. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But it's kind of the, it must have been a, an interesting place to be. And as the people making the movie, they're like, we've got this great idea for a movie. Um, but for it to be a great idea, it kind of has to be aimed at teenagers. Yeah. So we have to make it really violent, but not really violent, mm. but have it enough violent for it to be realistic. Yeah. So. I haven't read the books. I imagine they probably deal with it in the same way. Mm. Like people would get killed, but they probably wouldn't like, you know. No, I think the books are pretty graphic. Yeah. I haven't read them either. To like Amazing. spell out, you know. I think they're more, a bit more so than the film is. Well, Yeah. But I guess that's because, you know, your imagination does the work for you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't click your tongue at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it's the fact that it's kids in the scenario. You yeah. see it happen with adults kids all the time. Kids are growing up movies. so fast kids nowadays. Kids are growing up so fast. With the internet. Yeah. Facebook. I didn't fight to the death until I was sexting. at least 17. <laughs> I think kids are sexting now from a very young What's age. What's sexting? It's where you sext. Message. <laughs> Message people with sex. I don't think you know what it is. <laughs> I think you, you're just trying to look cool in front sexed. of the older boys. You, it's like cyber sex with the picture message. I remember back in the day of MSN and stuff mm. or like random chat rooms. Yeah. You'd just get onto one of these chat rooms and be like, want a cyber? He'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm cybering with a fucking 50-year-old what, dude. How do, you, how do you cyber? He's like, I'm cybering. Yeah, cyber. I can't cyber. remember. I think often I would just get blocked. Take on money. <laughs> you just or say something too gross. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, so the... The the capital, the big the mm. the upper class wealthy people, mm. they have they all have this aesthetic, yeah, where they all kind of dress like the Mad Hatter. See, yeah, I thought that one girl kind of looked like Marie Antoinette. They've got mm. like a bit of the like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess they're leaning into that French yeah. Um, uh, what were they called? People 
French people. <laughs> the uh, French. The, the French. They yeah, look French. Aristocrats? The arist- yeah. The aristocrats. <laughs> the bourgeois? Um, yeah, yeah they look a little bit yeah. bougie. Bougie. <laughs> Very bougie. Yeah. Big you know what? Bouge. I thought to myself, this will never happen with fashion. And then I turned the TV on the other day mm. and Joe Jonas and his band were pretty much wearing something straight out of the Hunger Games. <laughs> All yeah. of them. One Hunger Games was, fancy or Hunger Games downtrodden district people? It was it was a 50-50. One of them had a suit on that was sort of orange, like yeah. reptile skin, mm. and he had a mohawk. Oh, yeah. And he was just talking like a regular guy. And then this other guy had like a- what looked like a Where's Wally <laughs> outfit on, but with <laughs> Sometimes like- Sometimes people have like kind of outrageous fashion sense or whatever, mm. and they- They'll turn up somewhere and they'll be wearing some crazy hat or something. Then they'll just talk like a regular guy. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, don't talk like a regular guy. <laughs> Put your hat voice on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and like, like when people like that are having like a quiet Tuesday night in, mm. are they wearing tracky dacks or are they, are they in like the yeah. whole get up yeah. all the time? No, I reckon they stick to it a lot of they the time. They stick to it constantly. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's 24-7. Yep. Um, yeah, the capitals. I don't understand. The the capital is punishing the districts from a previous uprising. Yeah, there was like a or, civil war, and like and basically all the poor people kind of like tried to rise up. Uh, like, didn't didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, they got put back in their place, and yeah. now to remind them of the capital's kind of like superiority. Okay, yeah. they do this thing every year. But I find it kind of... Is there anyone in the capital who has any sort of moral objection yeah, to the Hunger Games? It seems like Lenny Kravitz does. And the second yeah. one, I think you and, see a little um, bit of it. Yeah. But surely and- more people... Like overall, no, they just it just seems it. just they like seas of people are like yes, this is great. With like like the younger, I think the youngest girl who's in it is twelve or something. Yeah, you enter it when yeah. You enter it when you turn 12 and they're like putting her up and they're like, we're literally going to see if this girl gets murdered. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah! yeah. It's bizarre. It is really bizarre. Uh, yeah. When she died, I mean, we can get through it, but when she died and then her whole district sort of cracks the shits yeah. and riots. Yeah. You would have thought that they would just crack it straight away as soon as she got picked. Yeah. Because <laughs> she she's never going to win. Mm. Yeah. Even though she does pull off some good feats of- She out, she outsmarts a couple of people. I think yeah. the first movie does a pretty good job of presenting this in a way that makes sense. Yeah. That like- It makes sense that they're doing this and why they're doing it. Yeah. But when you stop to think about it- for a second, yeah, you kind of like this. This this doesn't mm. make sense. Yeah, but it is kind of um, the way because I spent I hadn't seen it before. Mm. They spend a long time that they don't get into the games until more than an hour into it. I think that's good though because yeah. you can't sustain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's the whole the whole build up and seeing them like they train them up and yeah. it's, and it's like a big reality TV show. It's like Big Brother. Yeah, and. Like Big the audition brother. process. Yeah, and, and if you think of it, and the way they have them as characters, like this is the yeah. the nice guy. Yeah. This is the. It feels very much like a young adult fiction novel, the way that it's structured. Yeah, yeah. Like and that. I was thinking about that, like a lot of it. Um, sitting there watching it as a knowing it's a young adult fiction thing. It's yeah. like it's you look at it as Katniss is like. If you're an, if you're an actual teenage girl watching this movie, mm. Katniss is obviously the one you identify with. Yeah. But then the capital are like the parents who seem to who kind of seem to have everything 
and they have this thing. They have all these rules yeah, and stuff about yeah, yeah. you. No one you understands. Think, no one understands, and they have these rules that you think are so unfair, and there's no explanation for it. It's just the yeah. way it is, and there's nothing we can do. And parents don't just don't understand. But I'm special. Yeah, mm. I guess that is the reason why all of these young adult things have that kind of rebellion mm. element to it. Well, in Divergent, uh, this girl goes for her test where it's like, "What are you going to be when you grow up?" Mm. And it's the the girl who's doing the test freaks out and is like, you're divergent. What's that mean? You don't fit in. Like, oh. and it's like such a moment of just like, oh my God, I always thought I was divergent. I can imagine people out there being like, I'm divergent as well. But even the Hunger Games, like there's the whole thing about the, there's this whole, because they're being put on stage and stuff. Yeah. Each team each team from the district, they get made over and they have a style. Lenny Kravitz is her stylist and yeah, makes yeah. all her dresses. So there's this whole thing where they, she gets, you know, she's, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character is like kind of a tomboy and she likes hunting and shooting and stuff. But she gets thrown into this thing where they're all fussing over her and like trying to make her pretty and she mm. doesn't, she's not into it. And there's that whole thing about girls being pressured to be beautiful and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. I it think- definitely taps into a lot of. Yeah. Uh, angst. Angst, yeah. the sort of uh, subconscious sort of mm. insecurity stuff. I'm sure people are going through. Yeah. Not that you ever did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. was born a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to think about this. That There's a few movies like this where you've got a strong female lead and a couple of guys fighting over a, like Twilight. All, all, all of them have like a bit of a love triangle thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a lo- bit of a love triangle. Even Harry, Even did Harry, Harry Potter, Potter had it a little bit, yeah. Over the girl is Hermione. Think, that didn't like, really. It happen, didn't really maybe. happen, but there's yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. So there's a bit of a formula there. Mm. Sort of. Mm. Girls, they want to have fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Girls just want to have fun. Games. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering about the format of the actual, how it's presented to people. Did you guys wonder about this as well? If there's just like 24-7 access to the video of the Hunger Games. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it's just on all the time. Yeah. It's all that's on. And everyone's tuning in at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon. It's like the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, there was a scene where I don't think it was maybe- But what about you, you pee and poo? What about that stuff? Oh, it's all- It's all, it's all there. <laughs> it's, all it's all there. there. <laughs> they just cut to someone else who's not peeing and pooing. Yeah. Actually, that's a good question. Yeah, is it live or do they show like no, you the think highlights? They would, they would they would cut it because the capital is putting it out yeah. and it's propaganda essentially. Yeah, so yeah. you think that they would cut it to tell the narrative that they want to mm. in a uh, yeah, biting satire on reality television. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah, you didn't see inside the toilet in Big Brother. Mm. Unless well, you stayed up with Big Brother up late. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> which we, played, which we, all <laughs> we all did. We all did. We all did. The dancing Duna, remember that? Ooh. Oh what? no! It's like the first Big Brother or something. Yeah, they totally had sex. Oh my God. Did they have sex? I think they did. They actually have sex. I think they had sex under the. I think there was sexting under there. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hunger Games. It was kind of nice to watch a movie that was just like, like. Not the human centipede? Quite, yeah, not human centipede. But well, not, how would not, you know if it was nice oh, to watch? Yeah. Not human centipede and not my big fat Greek wedding. Just something that you can kind of watch and like 
just enjoy and easily digest yeah. and, and not hate every second and that's of the reason it. probably that I have, like, very few notes on this movie is mm. I was watching it and kind of just like, yeah, this is a very competently made mm. young adult sci-fi movie. Yeah. Mm. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Power to you. Yeah. There's not many sound bites or, or anything that you can sort of latch onto as just being really out of place. So, mm. There was there was a couple of weird sequences, like when she goes out on stage and she's acting, pretending to be really happy with the the host. And I was like, it's bizarre watching the audience laugh at things that aren't funny. Mm. I think that was supposed to be the just, point of it is just like the the abjectness of that situation where they're all like laughing and she's just trying to be normal. Yeah. But who are these people? Ha 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 ha. What was the guy's name who was like the presenter dude? Uh Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Run by Stanley Tucci. 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 <laughs> Tucci. Uh, his teeth were so big and white. Mm. Glorious American teeth. Mm. This one's. Uh, did you guys find it funny how well Peter could disguise himself? Old yeah. rock face. <laughs> <laughs> that like was... bleeding out and he's like still going to the effort of painting himself <laughs> so into the Peter, rock wall. So Peter is the guy who goes into Hunger Games with Katniss. Katniss is quite useful because she's quite, uh, she's very adept with a bow and arrow. Callan doing a very accurate bow and arrow noise and movement mm. there. Um, Peter can so, throw bags of flour. He can, he's, yeah, he can throw oh, yeah, a big rock. M- mind you, that never comes into, yeah, never comes into throw something. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all, all the way through this whole training montage, Peter's like made to look a bit useless. Mm. Uh, when everyone else has like got great, you know, can use a staff and, mm. you know, uh, Katniss has got a bow and stuff. He, she's like, you need to show them something. I've seen you throw a bag of flour. And he's like, okay. So he goes in the middle of this training area and throws a really big, heavy thing. Ball. And then never throws anything again. But the other skill he has is he's really good at body makeup. Yeah. No, because he used to decorate the cakes. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. He's really good. But who the <laughs> fuck's paying for these cakes in <laughs> yeah, District 12? 12. Just make me some bread. <laughs> I'm not buying <laughs> like this. I did imagine there was going to be a scene later on. A cake that was just made up to look like a rock. <laughs> no, no, it was going to be like... There was the, the whole allies of the District 1 and 2 who are killing everyone. They run through the field. They're chasing someone. They're like, he's not here. And they run off and then it pans across and it's just a giant cake. <laughs> 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 Eyes open. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we should talk a little bit about like the like dynamics between the districts. Mm. Oh, just before we get into that, while we're still on Peter and his yeah. baking skills, <laughs> um, I had a funny thought. Well, I thought it was funny. Um, if Peter own- opened a bread shop, what do you think he'd call it? Ooh. Peter Bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, anyway. Peter's bread store. <laughs> Do you find it funny how when okay, there's not much Peter's eggs. bakery. <laughs> Peter's bread store. <laughs> Brumbies. <laughs> Baker's delight. District's delight. <laughs> um, you find it funny how District like, Twelve bread and comments. <laughs> by Peter. <laughs> Breads by Peter. <laughs> Peter does bread. Um. How he's Pretty boy. 
Do you know how he sees Katniss out in the rain? It's not explain why she's out in the rain. And then Peter just like lobs this bread into the into the gutter, like yeah. into yeah. a puddle. Uh, I thought that was funny. And then later on, he's like, "I should have came over and given it to you." Like, no shit, I just like thrown it a little bit better. Like, uh, sorry, yeah, Helen, you were going. Oh uh, yeah, we were just. Uh, the dynamics of the of the different yeah, districts, yeah, yeah. and so there's like the districts. Is it districts two through twelve are all just like scum, and then districts one they kind of like raise them to be champions from like yeah. a young age, and yeah, they yeah. volunteer like mm. like Russians with gymnasts. Yeah, mm. and then they're like all just like super confident. Yeah, I think because um, the Rue, the little girl mm. who who is killed, and her. Um, She's from like the black district, mm. so I th- I think it seems to me the way it works is district one is where these champion guys are who are trained forever come from. Yeah, I think the districts probably move go out chronologically. Right, the further away. So I think the closer you are, the more. I think oh, what they're trying to say is the, the closer capital. you are, you're you're more affected yeah. or influenced by it, and the further away you get, the more. Because oh, they're saying there was a district thirteen, yeah. but it got blowed up. So was there a district? Is there a district fourteen? No, no. There's only twelve of them. Uh, okay, right. Hmm. Maybe there was years ago. Mm. Is there a district fifteen? We could go on all night. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Does do, um does it live in a world that's Earth? Uh because like if it, if there's all these districts and technology. Mm. Is there no one like coming as a tourist or anything? Like no one, no one goes outside of. They all live. There's a multicultural aspect to it, but there's yeah. no other countries. Is there? Don't know. Are there I'm any sure. like like the, there are black people in it? Are there? Yeah, there's <laughs> Asians. Are there any Asians? Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. So there's it is. Also. Yeah. It's not is Lenny Kravitz completely. black and Asian? He's sort of. Is he? Question. <laughs> <laughs> Call in if you know. Is this wearing makeup? Oh, okay, got earrings. Mm. No, I believe that. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe it's like you know, back in like dinosaur times when all the continents were joined together in one yeah. big landmass. Maybe yeah. it's that. Yeah, wasn't that called like Pan Gondwana? No, yeah, oh. Gondwana. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Pan Amis. Pan, Pan Airlines. Airline. <laughs> yeah. You know, when all the airplanes joined together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one big airplane yeah. before the- <laughs> they split up. But yeah, do you think there are other countries? In the- yeah, they don't like. There's no map. No, you know, a lot of a lot of shows and books these days have maps of the, mm, the, the world, locations. The world, yeah. It's more of a see. fantasy thing than a sci-fi thing. Yeah, but it's fantasy. Uh, yeah, okay, it's sci-fi. It's more sci-fi than fantasy. Right. <laughs> it could be that it exists in a world where <clears throat> where travel, international travel, is. Not allowed by the capital because it would lead to open minds. Yeah, well, that's what mm. I couldn't tell if it was like a completely separate, like fantasy made up mm. world, or if it was supposed to be America in the future, and that like that rebellion and like calling the country Pan Am, yeah, or Pan Am or whatever mm. it's called, was like something that happened well, after it, America was no longer called America. Yeah, well, I think it's post-apocalyptic. Y- yeah, so maybe the there was the apocalypse. And they sort of started from scratch. Yeah. I was just waiting to see some like people with like southern accents and that never happened. Oh, yeah. Southern accents? Yeah. We're from this direction. See? <laughs> Here for the Hunger Games. They're all like, um, 
You know, NASCAR, how people bring up <laughs> tra- trailers and put them in the middle. <laughs> they do that in the Hunger Games. Mm. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my pop filter. Pop, pop, pop filter. Pop filter. Um, yeah, so that kind of wraps up the Hunger Games one in a neat little package. Mm. What? Well, uh, is it? <laughs> so, okay, yeah. What did you guys think about the extra hand that the the game maker has in the whole games thing because he could almost just kill everyone off using these dogs or whatever i was like that's not really yeah so what happens is like when it gets close to the end of the game they they release this kind of like release the hounds yep who let the (laughs) dog they play that music (laughs) they were kind of hounds but they were kind of bears yeah and they were also were they like Holograms? I think they because they did a thing where they no. kind of like did a computery thing, and then yeah. through more just kind of like popped out. Of nowhere. Yeah, and they do. He was just like put a dog there in yeah. his control room, and then a dog just appeared there. Yeah, maybe. But then they could chase the mm. guys and actually bite them and stuff, and mm. kill one of them. Yeah, they were real. Maybe they were nanobot hologram combos. Yeah, there's some interesting technology. It's not really explained. Mm. Like those dogs pop out. They say more dogs, and they literally just click a finger. And then these dogs pop out and know exactly what to do is just chase and kill. Oh, what yeah. was the deal with those, um, those like hallucination bees? Oh, the tracker jackers. Mm. So they're called. Yeah, silly name, but tracker jackers. That was pretty cool. Like wasps, um, but genetically engineered. To do what? Kill. Track and jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, you know all about that when you jack. I certainly would. Hmm. <laughs> What else happens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lots of stuff that happens, but all the bits that are worth talking about, we've kind of talked about. Mm. Yeah, there's little bits here and there. I'm like, oh, why would you do that? Why would you do this? Yeah. I don't know, like a guy has funny facial hair. It's, mm. We talk about that. He does, uh. he does certainly have funny facial hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess the thing that ends, that happens at the end of the first Hunger Games, which kind of is quite a big plot point of the second one. Early on in the film, Peter tells Katniss and the whole world that he's always loved her. Yeah. And then she appears to develop feelings for him, Mm. but then it turns out she's just kind of making it up, faking Mm. it Mm. so that she can gain popularity in the Hunger Games Mm. to the audience and then hopefully win. Or Mm. people, people can sponsor her and send send helpful little canisters into the game if they like her enough. Mm. That didn't really... That's what happens. It didn't really... The whole canister sponsor thing, it made such a big deal. You've got to be liked and and sort of forcing her to be... Did she get any good canisters in the first one? She She got got a healing potion thing. She got universal leg goop. Yeah. Which just, if you've got a hurt leg, it will fix anything that's wrong with you. Right. And then she got more later on, didn't she? She got another, yeah. She got two lots of that and she got uh, soup. She mm. got a canister of soup okay. for Peter, who was okay. sick, which sounds like a really shit thing to get. Mm. Mm. If we were in the Hunger Games, <laughs> I would kill both. <laughs> no, who do you reckon? No, we'd team up. But team, yeah, but when it gets, there, when it gets to the be, end, three of them. There can only be one. I'd, I'd team up with you guys early. No, no if it was but only us three. Would you team up with me? <laughs> He's dead. Wait, 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 team up with me. Wait, so we start. We're starting the Hunger Games 
just the three of us. Districts one, two, and three, and that's it. Well, I'm I'm from one, right? No, you're three. <laughs> no, no. I'm the born and bred fighter. Okay. Okay. okay yeah, but is that what is that what we're saying, or is there other districts as well? Let's say if it was us three. Yeah. Just what us would three. you do? I would run for the hills. Mm. I'm saying, who do you think would win in a Hunger Games? Uh, okay. Like, if there was a Hunger Games and it had all the people and we were just three of the people. I don't know. It does seem like a bit of a crapshoot because they can just send in dogs and fire and whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. But having said that, probably me. Well, yeah, I, I reckon you I know it's definitely win. not me. And I was Although you went to a boxing class last week. That's, that's true, but- And you did say win. that playing video games helped you. That's true. I played video games, so I know how to kill people. Mm. Uh, I don't think I would last very long, like trying to man versus wild it. Um, yeah, that's true. But I don't want to say that I would run. You really just hard get really, really like OCD and just start trying to organize the bush. I think. <laughs> no, just trying just to like. Is anyone going to vacuum cleaner? <laughs> hey, you haven't lived with me. Yeah, I you know. don't know this, but my room is impeccably well organized. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. Uh, now I know your one weakness. I think I would go. I would if you got if I saw you guys run to the hills. I would casually stroll up to the weapons <laughs> and then put some wall paint on and tear my top a little bit and just like. So you just want to look intimidating? No, no I would like. I would. I would like go full psycho, try and hunches down. Mm. Like as a mind game. Yeah, as a mind game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then if I actually saw you, I'd, I would probably just shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wouldn't be able to pull the trigger. Yeah. It would be weird if you like you go to the Hunger Games knowing each other, like yeah. if your mates are there. It's mm. not just strangers from the other districts, and you can be like, "Well, you know, them or me." But you know the other person from your district. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm. It is a tough one. It's like so many people I reckon would just freeze up. That that didn't really happen. It was. I reckon I would probably die in that initial bloodbath. In the, yeah. I would be one Statistically, of Statistically, like, mm. yeah. Unless you unless you were really into killing, mm. really into the idea of it. Someone else who is really into the idea of it, like District 1 and 2, mm. they're just going to wipe everyone out. Yeah, it's all about intent. Yeah. I've, I've never been in a fight in my life, mm. but I know whoever wins the fight is the person who's most intent on hurting the other person. Yeah. And I've never, never yeah. have that intent <laughs> yeah, no, in me. Never- so I know if I ever get in a fight, I'm not going to win it because mm. yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to hurt anyone <laughs> that bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be very good. And I'm not very good at being quiet. Like I think that I would like run away and hide, but I'd probably get caught because I'd just be like absentmindedly whistling. La 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 la. There he is. Just try and daffy duck myself out of the situation. But let's let's do a vote. A vote on what? On who you think would win? I'll vote for Jack crushing it yeah can't choose yourself <laughs> oh god all right no nah, you can choose yourself well, um, you go because i'm gonna vote for you okay. <laughs> um i get i just have a feeling cal that you might kind of just luck your way into winning I could, yeah like, i reckon you could do that like you'd you'd you could hide for long enough for us to kill ourselves yeah mm. Like, I would wound him and he would wound me and we'd both die. Well, I was thinking, just... like, I'd, like, step in a bucket and fall off a cliff or something. 
<laughs> or you'd just be hiding out somewhere. Or you would be like, uh, you'd be like, oh, I'll be your friend. Mm. And then just when we're not looking, just stab us in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you, because you, you'd be good entertainment up until that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'll vote for you, Cole. It's even. <laughs> it's even. So we're all winners. Yay. <laughs> Well, on that happy note, well, should we take a little break and then come back and talk about the Hunger Games catching fire? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we shall. Hey, so, The Hunger Games' second movie was called Catching Fire. Why? Yeah, why? I don't really know. I think because they keep lighting a dress on fire. Oh, wow. yeah. Um, I guess. I don't know. It's probably explained better in the books, mm. I'd imagine. So, she, there's that moment where she burns her dress and becomes the- The Mockingjay. The Mockingjay. Mm. 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 So, taking place a year after the first film, Catching Fire sees Katniss and Peter return to the Thunderdome for a special 75th anniversary edition of the annual Hunger Games, in which past winners make up the pool of contestants embroiled in the, um, I guess you'd call it a regal skirmish, (laughs) (laughs) devising this new incarnation of the games. Capital President President Donald Sutherland and the new game maker Philip Seymour Hoffman <coughs> intend for Katniss to meet her demise in the hopes that this will quell the quietly similar, simmering rebellion they are facing from the districts. Mm. These games are bigger, badder, and hungrier, and the competitors are dropped in an all-new tropical island-style arena where they must face a new environmental challenge every hour, including rains of blood, a poisonous fog, and a monkey attack. Yeah. It's like Survivor meets Jumanji. It's Survivor All-Stars, right? It's Survivor All-Stars. Yeah. Mm. Unbeknownst to the capital and to Katniss, there is a mini-rebellion taking place within the games themselves as we discover half the contestants have allied together to ensure Katniss' survival and ultimate escape. Katniss manages to destroy the game's arena and is rescued skill-tester claw machine style by Haymitch, who's the uh, alcoholic mentor, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, who inform Katniss that she is to be a symbol of the underground district rebellion for the rest of her two movies. Yeah. Good plot. What, what did Thanks. you guys... Uh... I'm into the movie, but your synopsis is good as well. No, he wrote Hunger Games too. Yeah, <laughs> Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Which is why it's weird that you didn't know why it's called Catching Fire. Because he wrote it. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes... <laughs> sometimes he wrote the title. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes things just write themselves. Yeah. Uh, did you like the second movie? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was... It looked great. The The story... Although it's kept from you a lot of it, like mm. you just said, that half the players know yeah. what she's been Well, you kind of figure saved. it out you, you, as it's yeah. going on. I thought they were like, do they all think she's pregnant? Yeah. Because mm. they say that she's pregnant, but she's not actually pregnant. She's not actually pregnant. Peter, Peter announces that they're pregnant. They get Her and Peter, they've got to um, keep up this facade that they're in love yeah. because yeah, it means still. people love them because they're like the, the romantic couple yeah. from the Hunger Games. And then he pulled, Peter pulls this stunt when they're being interviewed to say that, um, you know, we just wish that, that this Hunger Games came at a better time because of the baby we're going to have. Yeah, because of the baby. Because no! <laughs> so this movie is two and a half hours long. Sure is. Um, and the first. So is the first one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But I watched the first one in two sittings. Maybe that's why. Mm. But 
the first hour and a half are kind of like setting up before they go into the Hunger Games, mm. and the last hour is the Hunger Games. Mm. And I really liked the first hour and a half. Like I, I thought it was really interesting about how they were showing her dealing with the first movie and how it's kind of like just the beginning and it never ends. Yeah, and like yeah. it's just because you like won against all odds doesn't actually mean that your life is going to get any better. In fact, it's probably worse. Yeah. Um, and bringing back all the people who've been in the Hunger Games before. Yeah. And them all being quite vocally like, this is bullshit. Yeah, just don't. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was all really interesting. And I, and I kind of like the dynamic of going back to the training, but this time it's not just like weird kids. It's all people who've won mm. before and they've got quite different kind of like play styles, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And people who are probably... A little bit mental. Yeah. Everyone's like <clears throat> scarred from <clears throat> the ordeal of having to basically kill 23 other people yeah, or yeah. be the lone survivor. Yeah. Um, I thought that was all really interesting. When they got into the Hunger Games themselves, mm. that stuff, I just found myself not caring mm. because it's like, we've done this already and you did it better in the first movie. Because like this one, you know how we were talking a little bit before how, you know, a lot of the first Hunger Games is like, Kids killing each other, mm, yeah. but then the was they, they called the game maker or the yeah. game, the game maker, yeah, the game, game maker, maker yeah. um, can do some like special kind of control room tricks to like make things more difficult, yeah. like or push them. He pushes Katniss in the direction of yeah. the by start, starting a forest fire. Yeah, it starts a forest fire, and they release those like mutant dog things at the end. Mm. But that's pretty much all that they do to interfere. Whereas this one, because it's like the seventy fifth one or whatever, and the rules have changed. It's almost entirely that. Yeah. And that stuff I just found really uninteresting. There was like, there's so basically what happens is they figure out that the whole arena is a clock and there's like each hour, there's one area that's got like a deadly thing happening mm. in it. And one of the deadly things that happens is like a bunch of monkeys come out mm. <laughs> and they're all fighting these fucking monkeys. Actually, they're mandrels. <laughs> they're what? The baboons. Man- mandrels. Is that like a made up monkey from? No, it's a type of monkey. Oh, right. Is that a baboon? Same thing. Don't know. Okay. Um, and they're doing th- this kind of like thing that I think like the Lord of the Rings was kind of like did a bit of where all I can see is people just kind of like doing a bunch of moves and then them like CGing in monkeys for them to kill later. Mm-hmm. Like it just looks so low intensity. People just mm-hmm. kind of like f- swishing and squashing all over the place and like monkeys just dying. I'm just like, I don't care about this. The thing that was like terrifying and exciting about the first one is there's a bunch of these kids who don't want to kill each other, mm. having to kill yeah. each other. And some of them want to kill each other. And some of them want to and some of them don't. Yeah. And, they, and the, the kind of alliances that form and stuff. Yeah, and that yeah. became so backseat mm. to all the kind of like weird young adult yeah. sci-fi elements. And they kind of, one. they split in this one, they kind of split quite quickly or even before they went in yeah they'd figured it out all out and it was yeah. basically split into two teams mm. so yeah they and they didn't really intersect each other and i think the fact that um that they were all past winners kind of made the hunger games part of it less interesting as well mm. because it was she, like she was now like a killer and like mm. she started firing like basically as soon as she got in there yeah um, and all the other people were as well. Whereas the other one were like, there were scenes where, you know, she'd run into someone in the forest and neither of them really knew if they had it in them mm. to do it or yeah. not. So they would kind of like go away. And that stuff was like, that was what was interesting about the yeah. first one. And I feel like it kind of lost that. Yeah. And I, I get a feeling from the way that this one ended that there won't be any more Hunger, Hunger Games, Games in the Hunger well, Games. Well, that's movies. the thing. I came into this one. Um, 
I didn't I didn't know that much about it, but I knew that the Hunger Games was this big fight to the death thing. Yeah. But then there was four movies because from this thing, this character comes and leads this revolution or yeah. whatever. I didn't think there was going to be Hunger Games in the second one. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, then there I've were. I've seen the third and fourth in the past. Yeah. I hadn't seen the second one. I didn't expect another Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. It. And I felt like it just really didn't work. The The Hunger Games part didn't. Didn't really work for me. Didn't do it for mm. you. Yeah, the the whole quarter quell. I I think that all the lead up to it and like the the idea of her getting pulled back into it and stuff that mm. was all like really you know there, there was like the scene where they're all watching the TV and they're announcing what the next Hunger Games mm. is going to be and he says you know um, this time we're we're pulling all the victors back in yeah, yeah. Um, and you see the reaction of Woody Harrelson who was a previous mm. victor before he became a mentor. Um, and Peter and Katniss, and yeah. they all just look like, like they've been like redrafted into the army or yeah. something. Like, and it, and it's real kind of emotion. And I, like, actually, it was like, you know, whoa, fuck, that would mm. be full on. Mm. Um, but the actual, I think, I think specifically because of all the weird, like, sci fi shit that they put in there. Yeah. The actual Hunger Games part was just kind of boring. Yeah. And the well, movie the- had already been going for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And- I think that in the second one, the, the Hunger Games is more of a, more of a device because they the reason they do that the reason they bring have this special edition is so that they can put Katniss back in there yeah so that mm. they can kind of they want to they a want to kill her they can't they, just they kill, her kill her because they they yeah they want her to disgrace herself before yeah. she does it yeah so that she, she's not this symbol yeah that the districts I get that and it all made sense exist. and I did like quite like the scenes between um, Donald Sutherland who's the president of the capital mm. and um, Philip Seymour Hoffman who's the game master yeah kind of like talking about like the best way politically and for PR and like you know media stuff the best way to get rid of her yeah um I couldn't really follow that. Though, there's like a a moment towards the end where he says, President Snow says to the Game Master, um, oh, yes, it's all going as you planned. I was like, what was his plan? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't really remember. I don't know. But, yeah. But, yeah, so there's a scene where, like, this one just felt a lot more like young adult fiction to me. Like, this this one is kind of what I was expecting, um... When I saw, when I, before I saw the first one, when I heard that Battle Royale was becoming a movie, that the second one is kind of what I expected to right. see. Like the weird fucking mist that comes and they all have to run away, but then they're all just fine. Yeah. Like this thing, this movie does what like a lot of young adult fiction does, especially Harry Potter, where like there's a moment where they look like they're going to die. And then they kind of like are about to faint, or mm. they do faint, and then someone just for yeah, some yeah, something yeah, yeah. just happens that stops it, and then they're fine. Mm. Yeah. And then mm. that that danger is gone. And then danger is yeah. gone. It's really episodic. It's mm. just like every five or ten minutes, there's this new kind of like terrifying thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. after they do it twice, mm. you kind of just like okay, here's the new fucking thing. Here's they're gonna have thing. to fight for five minutes. Okay, monkeys. All right, sure. Yeah. Like s- tsunami. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Raining rains of blood. Rains of blood. Sure. <laughs> Why is that such a big deal? It was hot blood. <laughs> it always mm. is. Uh, there seemed to be a big element of. Sorry, I just looked over at your, um, <laughs> at your IKEA furniture, and all I can see is vag. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually how do you pronounce that? Vagus. The Vargas. Oh, it's a Vargas. <laughs> Vargas pinboard. At home, if you if you're wondering what a oh, it's a pinboard. I just said it. 
I mean, what? There'd be a good quiz question. What is a Vargas <laughs> from Vargas? IKEA? It's a bit bored. It pro- that's probably a real Swedish word, Vargas. Oh, really? Yeah. That, it that means that's pro- that's vagina board. <laughs> that's actually pronounced Vargas, I think, because there's an umlaut. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> IKEA, the naming must be really basic in in Sweden. Then it's like it is. They're it's all just pinboard. Yeah, mm. they're all just. Yeah, things. I was going to say that I thought that this movie had a lot of elements of that movie. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank here. Speed? No, not Speed. Speed, speed 2, two Cruise Control. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do, were you watching this at the same time as me? Uh, yeah. You know when Sandra Bullock <laughs> took the bus to the Hunger Games? Yeah. Cube. Oh, yeah. So, you've got a group of people trying yeah. to figure out what's got... Why they're being tormented by, and there's like booby traps yeah. everywhere, and they've got to figure out the pattern to it. That's different though, because they're, I mean, yes, definitely. I they're, agree. they're all on the same side. There's all no the same you side, kill yourself and it's like them versus person. the, oh fuck, Cube is a good movie. Mm. I haven't seen Cube, but I've been meaning to see it for like 10 years. It's so good. It probably it looks really dated now. It was made for like $50,000. Oh, yeah. And like the whole idea of it, like the, the reason they could be able to shoot it so cheap mm. is like every room is in an identical cube and each oh, yeah. cube leads to another cube but they yeah. only ever built three walls of the cube yeah 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 so like it's just <laughs> the same thing <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we made a movie like that at uni once <laughs> yeah we did didn't work out as well but no. <laughs> <laughs> cost, cost about the same amount <laughs> <about that>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah really clever mm. um just like it's one of those really low budget sci-fi movies mm. that feels a lot bigger than yeah, it actually yeah, yeah. is did you see hypercube i did and that was not good it was so bad I think there might be a third one. Yeah, so. Cube Zero, I think it's called. I haven't seen mm. it. Mm. A little bit of a franchise. Mm. Triple Trouble. But I saw... Mm. Uh, no, I think there were heaps of elements from that movie in yeah. this. And that I found sort of interesting. Yeah. I, I was, like Cube. Also, have you seen um, The Running Man? No. No. Have you seen The Running Man? Is it with Harrison Ford? No. That's Blade Runner. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Oh, yeah. And it's basically... Um, a Hunger Games where, like, it's in the future dystopian yeah. thing and they tell Oh, and it's like guy, rich guys hunt other people for sport? Yes. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Hard like, Target with Van Damme. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, Series 7 is another one. Same premise oh, for okay. reality TV. Yeah. This movie's been done a lot of times. Yeah. And I think, like like I was saying, um, Battle Royale is great. Like, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's better than Hunger Games. Like, the... It just for its like balls out crazy Japanese gore, mm. but what the Hunger Games did really well in the first one and the first half of the second one mm. was kind of like set up the kind of like world reasoning behind yeah. why this yeah, is happening because yeah. it never really makes sense in Battle Royale why they have to kill each other, mm. but it doesn't really matter because that's not what the movie's about. Yeah. yeah, it's about like young Japanese teens like killing each other or getting their heads blown off. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and it's kind of the Hunger Games. It's kind of it. Uh, s- sort of present if you if you're watching the Hunger Games and you're like, well, I just wouldn't do it, or I ju- would just do this, or I would just do that. Mm. I would just kill everyone. It'd be fine. It'd be me. Like, yeah. it, I think it definitely made whatever your stance is. I think it would make you question it. Yeah. while you're watching the film. What do you think these movies are trying to say? Like, do you think there's a message here? Like, is is there a comment? That I it's think making? it's I think it's a comment about being, um. Like I was saying before about the first half of it, I think it's a comment about being a young person yeah. and feeling like the world is against you. Wrapped in, like, The Hunger Games has nothing to do with that. That's just kind of a quite exciting box to put it in. Yeah. Mm. But I think at its heart, that's what it's about. 
And then it probably morphs into something about uh, propaganda and Yeah, well, there's this whole kind of like class thing. You know what yeah. this movie kind of reminded me of a bit? Um, Snowpiercer. Oh, I didn't see that, I didn't see but that. I know what you mean. Mm. Um, People on a train stuck there and yeah, sort so, of a district or like, was it carriage. A, yeah. It's it's not a great movie. It got a lot of really positive reviews that I think were probably a little bit unjustified. But it's basically um, all the rich people live at the front of this. Like, the world has ended. Mm. Everyone lives on a train and all the rich people live at the front of the train and all the poor people live at the back of the train. Um, and the poor people decide to rebel and they basically mm. have to, like, work their way through the train yeah. and each carriage has its own kind of kooky, like Korean style, like people that they fight. Yeah. Um, and it's like visually interesting, mm. but when you like kind of think about it for more than a second, it's like that movie makes no sense. <laughs> um, it's probably worth seeing, but yeah, it's, it's got that kind of um, over the top and oversimplified, um, I guess, class battle yeah. thing, but like, it actually um, doesn't have anything to say mm. about class when you think about yeah. it. I can't remember what exactly my thought, thoughts were, but Oblivion was like that, that Matt Damon movie where he- Oh, Elysium. Elysium, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was the same sort of thing. Yeah, like all the rich people live on the moon and everyone else lives in South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> South Africa's just become the world. South yeah. The world. <laughs> yeah, the moon is everywhere yeah, else yes. and then the world is your South Africa. Mm. What uh, are you doing? Uh, I was it was an to- absolute <laughs> fact show. <laughs> the I was speaking to District Nine. Have you guys heard the new um, uh, uh, Diane Diantwood? No. Mixtape? No. Oh, mixtape. Mm. No. Pretty good. I parted ways with that band. Uh, they're good. They're <laughs> I back. saw them live. Yeah. Years ago, but they're back and better than ever. That, no, that's New Zealand. that was New Zealand. I'm I sorry. I they did a live Facebook um, I'm video. Back and better than ever. No, no it's more Australian. On, on, on back. No, how's it? Hang on, I need to get. How's it? It was I'm an back. absolute fact show. <laughs> you sound like the Aussie accent in the Simpsons <laughs> episode. <laughs> hey, Brian, <I'm> Minister. <laughs> Nine hundred dollar dues, <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> uh, I was going to mention uh, my friend of the show, Lily. Uh, That's just your friend. Hi. Friend of the show. If they've got she's, something to do with the show. Does she listen? Uh, then she's a friend of the show. Your friends with her. You know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend sure. of the show. I hate her. So she, she's not a friend. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't mean Well, that, she's been bugging me for a shout out for uh, no reason for so long. So I was speaking to her on the phone earlier tonight and I said, give me a reason to say your name. Mm. Uh, so she she was rattling on about the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> she was going on about all these different things, Hunger Games. Um, and one of the things she said was, oh, you know, it's it's sort of about feminism. And she's a strong female character sort of rebelling against men. I find it like, so frustrating. Yeah. It's like any film that has a strong female character, they're like, is this is a feminist, feminist film, like yeah. Mad Max, Fury Road. It's like that film is not a feminist film. It just has a strong female character. Like, I think but Mad Max it- had more to say about feminism than... Yeah, probably. Because yeah. it actually, yeah. it did some things really... Di- it wasn't just a strong female character. Yeah. That- there was multiple strong female characters Th- there who were- drove the plot because they were female. But the important thing. That doesn't make it a movie about feminism. No, no. Well. Anyway, go on. Yeah. What I was going to say about Mad Max was that I'm sure we've spoken about this before, but um, 
one thing that stood out to me in Mad Max and actually noticed it in the moment of watching it in the cinema was, wow, they didn't hide any of the deaths of the women or like sugarcoat Mm. any of them. Mm. Like some of them died in really brutal ways you might just expect for a guy. And I was like, wow, okay, you don't normally see that for women Mm. in cinema. Um, That's sort of cool. Uh, I like seeing women. It's it's not like a... (laughs) Yeah, it's not a... It doesn't necessarily... I'm not sure what that says about feminism, but it's a cool stance by the the filmmakers. So this movie doesn't really do that, in my opinion. No, no. She she's strong, but she also is very caring, and you know, she sort of fits a very similar formula of a strong female character. I yeah, think. she's about as feminist as like Lara Croft is feminist in that she's a female lead character in a movie mm. where there aren't many female but the, characters the, and that's where it is. At, at no point in the Hunger Games do they make any reference to yes. gender yes. roles. No, yes. Yeah, at true. all. Mm. So it's not like it's not like she is like she's rebelling and she's strong and female, mm. but she's rebelling but- against the Authority, which is kind of equally weighted between men and women, or even though like the president is, it's yeah, just yeah. like it's never asserted onto her like you're a woman and you need yeah. to fulfill this role. Mm-hmm. If anything, the Hunger Games are very like, uh, you know, equally weighted. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, boys and girls, boys and girls, yeah, yeah. and the, and I I thought it was interesting in the second one how um there were equal numbers of victors from both sides. You mm-hmm. would think that like I mean I. This isn't being sexist yeah, 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 or anything, yeah. but like if you were to like set a bunch of kids loose mm. to kill each other with brute force, the, the men, men are m- more likely yeah. to win mm. more often than not. Yeah. Mm. All right, sexist, but anyway. <laughs> no, I agree. The women can go in. No, no, the women can end the Hunger Games making me a sandwich. Yeah, why? Are they, uh, <laughs> getting back in the kitchen, all right, boys? I'm sorry, Lily. Go and plan this shout out, Bell. Good talking point, though. So thanks for bringing that up. Mm, thanks, Lily, and thanks for listening. thanks for calling in, Lily. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. <laughs> I need a haircut from this girl and she's going to slip my throat. <laughs> she's a like strong a woman, fem- am I right? She's a, she's a strong female character. <laughs> she's being a real feminist. Don't make my next haircut about feminism, really. <laughs> she's like, really cha- challenging uh, gender stereotypes. She, with gives you, she gives you like pigtails. <laughs> well, yeah, the people in the capital are very androgyn. Not androgynous, but the the, the line is there's mm. no they're flam- male and female. They're, they're quite flamboyant in the way that they dress. Like mm. they, yeah, like we were talking, they've got that kind of French bureaucracy, yeah. uh, whatever, aristocratic, aristocrat, aristocrat, bourgeois. I'm up a class and I make a great coffee. <laughs> um, speaking of the um, the bougie capital people, <laughs> did you did you notice they all had? Do you guys watch, um, uh, he does it in Mad as Hell, the new Sean McAuliffe thing, but have you ever watched any of other Sean McAuliffe's yeah, other yeah. shows? Mm. Have you noticed that Sean McAuliffe always gives, when he's got pretend, having someone on, like interviewing them, like a character, they've always got really funny names. Mm. Have you ever noticed yes. that? Yeah. I definitely thought the names of the characters from yeah. the Capitol and the name, even the names of the 
people that district people were interchangeable with Sean McAuliffe character names. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple of examples. <laughs> Canis Everdeen. And I was going to get you. Was it Pluto? Are you going to do a quiz? I was going to do a quiz. 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 <laughs> Sean McAuliffe character name or character from the Hunger Games. All right. All right. Yeah. Clancy Lanyard. Sean McAuliffe. Yeah. Darius Horsham. Hunger Games. Ooh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Darius sounds. Effie Trinket. Oh, that's Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yeah. Um, Maggie Bathysphere. Sean McAuliffe. McAuliffe. Yeah. But you see where I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The so, loosely related recommend- recommendation, Sean McCarthy's new series is on and it's real. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't have really stupid... Katniss. Katniss What, what was the name of... Uh, what was uh, 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 the dead guy? Ooh. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. What was his character's name? It's like no, Pluto no. Maguto or something. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> what was a stupid name? Yeah, they've all got stupid names. Yeah, they do. Everyone has stupid names. Um, That's what I'm getting at. This is completely unrelated. I'm not sure where this goes, but you guys might find it sort of interesting. <laughs> Maybe. Not likely. When Philip Seymour Hoffman died, it was the day- IRL. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Oh, uh, when he died at IRL. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was all over Facebook and stuff. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, how often do people really post about Philip Seymour Hoffman? Because it just exploded. Mm. And then- you know, you're not going to make a post on like, oh, how good Philip Seymour Hoffman. I post Hashtag Philip Seymour Hoffman. All the time. So, anyway, I got on Instagram and was so bored at work. I used to work at a video store. We've talked about how the demise of video stores yeah. went. I started scrolling through Instagram all the way. I wanted to go all the way back to before he died. And so, I was scrolling for an hour and a half. I literally was on my phone doing the flick up. Mm, yeah. And I found the first post before he died and the first post after. Yeah. And it was just like the the, the last post before he died was just like, oh, uh, it was some movie or something. And the post before that was like a week before. Like, yeah. the frequency of his posts were like one a week maybe. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. afterwards, it was like one a minute, one yeah, every like yeah. 30 seconds. It was quite cool to go back in time though and find that moment in Instagram, yeah. sort of before and after this big yeah, event, yeah, yeah, like yeah. in the hashtag. Yeah, because that's, that's like, why I was searching hashtag. For I feel like a lot of celebrities kind of like died that year, but for some reason, when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, I got really sad about it. Mm. I think it was I th- Philip Seymour Hoffman was an interesting one because it's not like one day Philip Seymour Hoffman was in um like one movie, his big break or yeah. whatever and he's known for this one character he just kind of slowly built forever and ever and ever and all of a sudden yeah you, but without even realizing it was like oh my god i love philip seymour hoffman and he's mm. in everything yeah mm. and he's great and he's excellent yeah mm. i did, and i think it was just like i didn't know that he had issues with substance abuse mm. and then like you know you just find out that he yeah. died it was just like i don't know why it was just really sad yeah mm. poor dude who was uh what's the name of snape that guy Oh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. That was pretty sad this year. Mm. When I was over in London, David Bowie and Alan Rickman mm. died. And I think someone else died as well. I was like, geez. Bad year for artists. Mm. Hmm. Do we rank movies at this stage or do we wait until we've seen them all? Uh, I think we can rank so mm. far. One, two. One, two. Uh. <laughs> two, one. Really? Yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought that this one looked... Looked fantastic. The graphics were really, really good. Mm. Uh, and that kept me entertained while it was sort of boring. I'll give you that. It was sort of more boring in the Hunger Games fighting areas. Yeah. But 
the first one didn't really. I wanted to say this before. I, I think that there's so much going on in this universe that, and I'm starting to get this vibe in a lot of shows where it's like they need more time. Sometimes mm. I feel like, you know, this almost could be a TV show. Yeah. The, mm. the world that's in could be a TV show. I think that books graft to television generally much better than they do yeah. to movies. And that's generally yeah. from what I've been reading online and stuff. That's the biggest um, criticism people have of the movies is that they leave out. There's so much more in the books. Right. Mm. And the the lead up to the Hunger Games is quite long in both of these movies. Apparently in the books, it's much longer. Yeah. And there's a lot more about the district where she lives and yeah. her home life. And it seemed like they were trying to build to that in the second one. Like maybe they'll cancel the mm. Hunger Games. Maybe they won't. But it all happened in like 15 minutes yeah. mm. in the movie. I think in I was listening to a podcast that was before the movie had really even been made mm. uh, and a lot of people were talking about the casting of Lenny Kravitz as Sinner. Mm. Um, and it was funny because even then they were wondering how it was pronounced. They were like, oh. <laughs> it was a chinner or someone, someone was saying <laughs> no, something completely right. different. But uh, they were like, oh, that's a really weird casting choice for me because it was like a crowd favorite character but he's not okay. really doesn't do much oh, or i can see him being like he's yeah good character he's the, he's the one person who like seems to really like get her and they mm. can like talk directly whereas mm. everyone else is like they're helpful but they're kind of like there's antagonism yeah there between yeah. was that him and hamish and yeah. peter like they're they're just she's like which is why the scene where he gets like kind of like is he killed or is he just like dragged off? I don't think he's. I think they would have he's made been, it more yeah, if he was killed. He gets I guess like, we'll find out in the next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets like dragged off just before she gets released yeah. because of his little because this stunt with the dress where it burns away and yeah. she has him anyway. Mm. Watch the movie if you want to get some context. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz is really beautiful gold eye makeup. Mm. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is kind of a babe. Oh yeah. Are you gonna go my way? American woman. So is his daughter. I'm not sure how old she is. American woman. (laughs) Did you see that video that I did? I show you. It was like I want a Milky Way. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. It's just like mixed together. Have you seen that before? No. I've got to show it to you. Freaking hilarious. Mm. I Post feel like I've got all the humor I need to get out of that joke. It does go for the entire length. Of time, <laughs> but I guarantee you it gets it just do gets they, better. Just better. Get do they better. rewrite the verses and stuff, or is just that one switch they do? But he it, it goes from yeah, it turns on to Milky Way, is it eventually but it, it does all the stuff. Uh so. so should we move into some loosely related recommendations? recommendations. Hmm. Who's going to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Mm. Because Make we bread? Talk- <laughs> I've already done that one, Cal. Um, and I wouldn't bother making sourdough because it's a lot of work for not that much reward. Mm. Well, um, it's quite expensive loaves. It's really cheap and easy to just buy bread at a bakery. Down at Peter's bakery store. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's bread shack. <laughs> um, Breads and more. We were talking, you mentioned before that that your idiot friend Lily thought this was about feminism. <laughs> no, just kidding. But uh, we did talk about how she's, she's not stupid she- because she's a woman. No, no. 
correlation. Oh, I'm going to tell her not to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, <laughs> that wasn't that good. It's not because she can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller brains. Since evolution. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, but Katniss, no, it's not a movie about feminism, but Katniss is uh, a a very strong female lead, as we were saying. And I'm not sure, I don't think it's necessarily related, but for some reason, the things I've been watching recently tend to be starring women, mm. and I've been really enjoying them. Yeah. So there's uh, there's three things. Ooh. One was- Can I have one of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're pretty quick. They're all just um, TV shows. Yeah. One, I started watching The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I really enjoyed, but that's been around forever, so I don't need to recommend that. I feel like we recommended it on the show already. Uh, Maybe we- not. Maybe it was something else. Mm. But yeah, it's good. Um, the other mm. one is another Netflix show called uh, Lady Dynamite. Oh, I've heard that's great. Yeah. It, star- it stars Maria Bamford. Yeah. She's a stand-up comedian who's really weird. Yeah. But really funny. Yeah. And she essentially had a mental breakdown a few years ago and had crippling depression and all these um, mental, like genuine yeah. mental issues. Yeah. And she's like comedy darling of like you know, the comedy scene. It's like comedian. All comedians yeah, are like, like favorite comedian. Yeah. And Louis C.K. Like, loves her. Yeah. Though, yeah. And it's just like great that she's finally got a big break. Yeah. And she's really, um, she's, uh, she's sort of, you know, mid. She says um, in the show, and I heard her talking on a podcast a while ago, her thing is that like she's so happy that she's in her mid-40s. She has visible sun damage and she has yeah. a tremor, but yeah. she has a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's so excited about it. And it's really the show itself is um, quite weird and there's a lot of, there's like fourth wall breaking and jumping yeah. back and forth in time. It's a little bit uh, uh, like... A little bit surreal, not quite Tim and Eric surreal, but there's that sort of okay. undercurrent. She's a it. bit unhinged. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, that one. Uh, she's not a strong female lead. In fact, she's quite sort of vulnerable, but she's still the lead. Yeah. Right? And it's about her and it's about um, it's about something, I guess. And the other thing I've been watching is the second <laughs> series of The Catering Show. Yeah, I haven't watched which, that yet, but I, the first series was really good. Which makes me laugh my balls off. Yeah, it's funny. Women. Women, hey? They're okay. <laughs> Who would have thought? They're all right. <laughs> Who would have thought Trying the to make women, up ground here, <laughs> Women could, you know, Let mix it with go. the big boys. <laughs> I say. Why not? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Yeah, don't let them get ahead of themselves. Oh, crap. <laughs> have a good hug. Have crack. a red hot go. It's so cute when they try. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like women. What, <laughs> is, what are you recommending? Kill animal? <laughs> uh, so, uh, we watched The Hunger Games. Mm. And I recently... You like games. Uh, no. <laughs> recently restarted uh, watching... Game of Thrones yeah. from season oh. one. And if you're going to recommend Game of Thrones. I'm going to recommend like just starting again as a bit of a palate oh, cleanser. Because okay. I've been watching the latest season. Have you been watching the latest season? Mm. And I, I was kind of just like a bit like, eh, yeah. Yeah, it's I, losing me a little it's bit. It's losing me a little bit. Um, and so I started to like start rewatching from the start. And it's really fun watching it and just being like... He's, He's dead. Gonna die. She's dead. <laughs> gonna She's die. dead. Oh, look at how like unscarred he is. Like yeah. it's it's just it's like playing guess who. And, like, yeah, it's literally, like in the first season, especially, like <laughs> they basically kill off everyone from the first season and then just introduce a bunch of new characters. So mm. it's been fun going back and watching Game of Thrones. Thrones. Uh, 
good rec. I have one that's not really related other than what I was doing. Spit it out. In spit, between spit it out. Watching, Callan, will, Callan will loosely relate it. In between watching Hunger Games, I was watching episodes of Rick and Morty. I don't know if you've seen Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, before. love Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. So I just got into it and I was binging it the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's like Adventure Time. Yeah. It's like Adventure Time, but like dirty. It's like Futurama meets Adventure Time, but like dirty. Really dirty. Yeah. And there's actually some decent plots yeah. that come mm. together in the end. The, and you're just like, the sci fi concepts back. in it are actually like really fun and clever. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I, I'm a little bit late with that one, but uh, loving it. Mm. Because I wanted to get into Adventure Time, but I was like, it's just too random and too childish. I love Adventure Time. It is younger, Mm. but it actually has more than Rick and Morty, deals with some very complex, like, adult emotions. Mm. Like, it. Bojack Horseman does that as well. Yeah, but Bojack Horseman is a show for adults. Like, this is. And that's why I love Adventure Time so much. It's it's a show for kids Mm. that deals with really complex conflicting emotions that kids have but mm. kids fiction never like kids are just like happy or sad like that's yeah, how yeah. they portray kids mm. but this is kind of like you know deals with depression and like loving someone but the relationship is actually probably not a good thing for mm. you to be doing for your own mental health like just like pretty like deep stuff mm, yeah mm. it's a good show inside out tackled that stuff quite well yeah so. yeah it did mm. Mm. Yeah, Rick and Morty is definitely more of a South Park appeal. It's just sometimes it's... It's just wackadoo crazy. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. And crude. Crass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Some good scenes in that show. Um, mm. So, Cole. No. We've got to no, watch the next two. two more movies to watch. Can I have a lift home later? I just wanted to tell you how lovely your eyes look tonight. <laughs> okay. I, and I, I I had this realization. I was like, fuck, I haven't picked a, the next series, but we're still going to watch the next Yeah, 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 yeah. We Two. haven't done a long one for a while. Yeah, we haven't. Mm-hmm. Two-parter. Two-parter. Well, on that note, we will uh, cut ourselves off there and uh, we'll be back next time to talk about The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. And the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Three, and Hunger Games Mockingjay <laughs> Part Four, Five, five. Six, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Speed One and Two. <laughs> the Hunger Games Mockingjay Episode Six: A New Hope. <laughs> See you later. Bye, Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Lily. <laughs> she had to go. She like that. <laughs> she had to go. <laughs> Enemy of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>